Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
people are listening and we don't even know that they're listening. Um, there are times when um, people don't get to listen live uh, for various reasons. They may have events going on. They might be working. Um, they could be asleep. Um, I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts during the day when they're at work. Um, and I know that there are a, different ways that you can listen to us. So for those of you guys who listen to the show, whenever you get an opportunity, uh, we truly do thank you. We, we, we truly do appreciate you. Um, we hope that you will continue to do that. Um, like I said, again, uh, Tammy will be on with us <clears throat> shortly. I want to apologize for um, us not being on the air last week. I was um, not feeling well. Um, my daughter uh, came home sick um, probably about a week and a half ago um, and decided that sharing was caring and, um, excuse me, passed her germs on to me. And um, I knew that Timmy would be, um, you know, late joining us last week. So I didn't want to be on the air sneezing and sniffling and, um, you know, all of that good stuff um, in you guys' ears. So we just decided to postpone um, the show to this week. For those of you listening online, if you would like to call in and listen that way, we do have a new number for you. The number is 563-999-3542. Again, that's 563-999-3542. For some reason, I'm not able to open the chat. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I do want to say this about the chat room. Um, the chat is there for um, people who are followers of the show and people who want to engage in the um, in the discussion without calling in and um, speaking over the phone. It is a safe place. It is a respectful place. Um, and if you cannot abide by um, blog talks rules if you can respect our wishes um, we don't mind people disagreeing with us but when you start using profanity or other vulgar language um, or you start being insulting and calling people names um, we will ignore you we will also report you to blog talk because there's just no place for that. Um, sadly, in today's times, especially with the advancement of technology, with um, social media, um, just, you know, taking over the Internet, um, people feel that they have the right and they have the space to be as disrespectful as they wish um, because they, you know, think that you'll never find them or find out who they really are. 
And we're not going to come looking for you. We are just simply going to um, contact Blog Talk and give them the information that we have, which would be your username, um, and, you know, take pictures of uh, the comments or, you know, that you're leaving because it just has no place um, on this show. Again, we are okay when people disagree with us. We think it makes for a healthy discussion, but it's just not what we're about. Um, If you call into this show um, and you are disrespectful or rude to Tammy, to me, to our audience, or to um, any of our guests, anyone who may press the number one because they want to join the conversation, uh, please understand that we can we we can just delete you. Um, there's a button that we press and you just go away. So please think about that before you join the conversation and um, think about um, going outside of what we tolerate on this show. Um, again, for those of you just tuning in, Tammy will be joining us, um, in a little bit. Um, if you would like to call in and listen by phone, the number is 563-999-3542. Again, the number is 563-999-3542. If you have a question or a comment, um, and you're listening by phone, please, Press the number one, and as soon as I am able, I will pull you into the conversation. We want to remind you guys of our trans trash can concept here on the Butterfly Evolution Show, and what we've been asking people to do for ooh probably since I've been on the show, and and that's been um at least going on five years now. Wow. We've been doing this for a while, and Tammy was doing it for a few years before I even started with her. But simply move um, a trash can that you use often. It could be in your kitchen. um, It could be in your bathroom at home. It could be in your office. um, It could be one that you use at your cubicle. But just move it to a different location. And you don't have to, you know, be ridiculous about it and, you know, move it completely to another room. But, you know, from wherever it is, just move it, let's say, 30 feet or move it to the other side of the room. Or if it's in a corner, move it to the opposite corner and see how often you either put trash where you think the trash can is or where you're used to it being or how many times you go back to where the trash can was thinking that it it is still there. So many times we get in a routine or, and that was actually in our show description tonight. We, we get into a routine or, or we get into these habits and they're not necessarily good habits or bad habits. 
we just get into these habits and we live our lives on autopilot and we go back to what what we are familiar with. We go back to those things that, you know, we feel comfortable with. And if you think about our lives, we do the same thing. And change becomes so hard for us to get used to. Um, We fight it because we'd rather just go back to what we know and what we feel comfortable with and what we're used to. And so we want you to to think about that and let that set in. A book that I've um that I like to read with my students, um, it's called Who Moved My Cheese? And it it's kind of, you know, what we do or what we ask you guys to do with your trash cans is very similar to the movie I mean to the book, um who moved my cheese? And you think about um, the 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 little people um, in the book who uh, you know never paid attention to, or who didn't pay attention to what was happening, um, you know, at the cheese station, and you know, and they they got comfortable, and you know, they even started referring to it as their cheese. And we're going to talk about tonight we're going to talk about you know how nothing is promised um to us and how you know that there are and I won't and let me rephrase that because of where I'm going to go tonight not necessarily nothing is promised to us but so many things that we think are promised to us or things that we think are guaranteed they're they're just not, and the sooner we realize that, the better off um, we will be. And <clears throat> excuse me. Tonight, uh, right now it's just me, and I want to I want to read something. And this, not necessarily this article, but the whole Kobe Bryant tragedy kind of sparked this 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 um, conversation tonight about life being so precious and, you know, what we're doing to make the best of it or what we can do to make the best of it. But the other day, I was reading... Um, or I came across this article, somebody posted it on social media, and I thought it was very um, interesting, I'll say that. And um, I shared it with Tammy and some other people, and I don't know if they read it or not, but it was posted on, um, it was written on January the 30th, so that would have been last Thursday, by a guy named Martin Mandela Morrow. And the title of it is Dear White Women. And to be honest with you, um, I don't think um, 
the author was trying to be funny. I don't think the author was trying to be racist or sexist. Um, I think that may have been more so for marketing purposes. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, the news and, and the media a little bit tonight. But I'll read as much of it as I can. Um, I don't know if I'll finish it, but it says, Dear White Women, you won't believe this, but it's okay to take time before you speak on something. Some issues, some people, and some paths are nuanced. It doesn't sweep things under a rug. It doesn't paint a different light on those involved. But in times of mourning or celebration, it's totally fine to not bring up the complexities or demons of someone who has passed. And I believe this was directed at not necessarily just white women, but the people who wanted to bring up um, negative things from Kobe Bryant's life, such as um, the rape allegations, I believe from 2003 when he was in Denver. What? Well, not playing in Denver or living in Denver, but um, he happened to be in Denver at the time. Um, it says, within minutes of the announced death of basketball legend Kobe Bryant, many of you were quick to say things like, why would you mourn a rapist? Or there are other heroes you should mourn. The why is because a lot of black men in particular don't have the types of heroes that you are that you all are keen to accept. But I think you prefer to call them spirit animals, especially when it's a woman of color. There's a quote from John F. Kennedy Jr. But it does seem to me as I read these biographies of great men through history, they were not particularly great at home. Even my father was no model, and I think it would be much more interesting, be a much more interesting challenge to see if I could make myself into a good man. But how do we seek out the goodness and greats? Martin Luther King Jr. led the civil rights movement, but also cheated on his wife. Malcolm X committed a series of burglaries that left him incarcerated prior to his stint in the Nation of Islam. Michael Jordan gambled. Mike Tyson went to prison for rape. Tyco Woods had issues with infidelity. The list goes on and on of prominent black men whose names you'll probably spend through the SHIT cycle of social media in the immediate wake of their death while you stream Ted Bundy biopics and listen to another murder podcast by John Wayne Gacy. A lot of great men work to be good, and they should be remembered as much for the good as the great. Beyond that, they should be remembered as humans. Humans make mistakes. Humans do dumb things. Humans do bad things. And for whatever reason, when the humanity of black men come into question, you seem to forget the balance of a moment and a lifetime. We understand the difficulties there are in living on this planet as a woman. It sucks, and I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sorry you go through that. The fear, the pain, the harassment. Black men and women live it too. We are sexualized, demonized, and not believed. 
where the Emmett Tills, the Central Park Five, the Walter McMillans, we are guilty at birth. We are forced to fight for our names, our rights, our lives, and our truth. I'm going to skip down a little bit. It says, um, I've been the black guy who going to Starbucks at work is reported to HR for walking aggressively and seeing that mold into a falsification of me bursting through a classroom door and yelling at someone or stalking them. But I get why you do it, because words aren't as effective as narratives, so the stories grow and change. That's the power in being uncomfortable for you. I get uncomfortable being around you as well. I don't know if this is the moment when you call the cops. The moment you get scared, I sincerely try to walk past any white woman I see in public so she knows I'm not a threat. So I don't become a viral video or a hashtag. We know each other's dangers, but your fears get amplified. The world listens and believes because there were so many times where we didn't, and it was awful. I'm going to stop right there because it's kind of getting away from where I was trying to go um, tonight with this um, with this conversation. And I'm going to back up to um, the part about people being humans. I think that if we would just focus on and remember that people are humans and humans are going to do human things like um, people are going to laugh and cry. People are going to tell the truth and lie. People are going to be up at certain times in their lives, and they're going to be down at, down at certain times in their lives. There's so many things that go into life itself. But how often do we focus on the positive, and how often do we focus on the negative? What do you spend most of your time thinking about? Even in the Bible, it says, such as a man thinketh, so is he. Last week, last Sunday, um, can't think of the date. I want to say January 26th. Excuse me. I remember laying on the floor. And um, Tamaria um, was in our bedroom, and I was in the living room laying on the floor, you know, kind of watching TV and dozing off at the time. And I want to say Nadia was um, was sleeping. She was taking a nap. And I remember Tamaria just sending me a text And when I looked at it, it was talking about um, Kobe Bryant being involved in a tragic helicopter crash. And for some reason, I just remember looking at it 
the message and looking at the, the headline. And my first thought was, I think, you know, this can't be real. And I think it was because I was just in shock because for a moment and for a while, and I'm just being completely transparent with you all, it was as if I was frozen because there was no way Kobe Bryant could have died like that. I immediately exempted him from tragedy. And I didn't even know that I would do that with anybody because normally I'm not like that. But I learned something about myself last Sunday that even I, as much as I will speak against it and as much as I will say I don't like it, even I will raise people above certain things. And there was no way that Kobe Bryant could be dead, especially from a helicopter crash, especially as young as he was. There was no way. And the next thing I did was I remember like just going online and trying to verify like, no, this, this is, you know, we see these things all the time and they were, you know, we learned that there are hopes. I'm like, uh, even though I saw that it said TMZ and <clears throat> excuse me, they're pretty reliable. They're not a hundred percent accurate most of the time, but they're pretty reliable. And I just remember, you know, going online and then my best friend called and said, hey, did you see what happened to Kobe? And I was like, you know, yeah, Tamaria just sent it to me. I'm looking it up now. And, you know, then I go to CNN and, you know, they it took them a while to confirm that Kobe was on the on the plane. And um excuse me, they would just say, um, you know, there was a helicopter crash in Southern California. They wouldn't say Kobe's name. And then it started coming out how many people were on the helicopter. People were starting to wonder, was his wife up there? Was his, was his uh, children up there? And then it was, no, his children weren't up there. Rick Fox was up there. I mean, all of these things started coming out. And when it was finally, I guess, confirmed from multiple sources, I just remember, you know, social media just went bananas. Right, and then we're starting to see all these things on TV. And as soon as Kobe Bryant was, you know, 
glorified or, you know, became the spotlight, right? All of a sudden, people started coming out the woodworks and wanted to find ways to either bring him down or make people feel bad about constantly talking about Kobe or talking about Kobe more and his daughter, once we learned that his daughter Gigi was on the plane, talking about them more or recognizing them more than the other people who were on the helicopter. And I tried so many times to put into words how I felt about those people, and I just couldn't do it. And then I found this letter and I, you know, that I read to you guys a little while ago, and I said, in so many words, that person was able to sum up what I wanted to say. And granted, how I felt was not towards white women or anybody in particular, any subgroup. How I was feeling was towards the people who just always have something to say or the people who always have something negative to say or the people who are trying to always shine the light on other people's flaws, the hypocrites of the world. Because here's the thing. I don't think anyone who um, talked about Kobe Bryant or, or, or his daughter Gigi, I don't think that they were intentionally trying to leave the other seven people out. Because at first we, we heard it was five people, then we learned that it was nine, a total of nine. I don't think that they were intentionally trying to leave the other people out. I don't think that there was any malice. However, what what we saw with this whole tragedy and and and, and stay with me here. I mean, and there were so many things. Let me just say that. There were so many things that we could have taken away from this. Some things may have been new, but a lot of things we had to be reminded of. And one being no one is exempt when it's that's one of the things that you that is a guarantee. You will leave this earth one day. Nobody's exempt. But a couple of things that I want to point out here. Number one, when people were getting upset with um, 
Hey, Tammy, let me pull you in. Hey, Rodney. Hello there. Can you hear me, Tammy? Yes, yes, yes. I'm okay. I'll catch up. So just keep talking, and I'll I'll catch up so I can see where you are. But hello to everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so you came in at the perfect time, Tammy, because uh, here's here's where I was about to go. Um, I was getting ready to talk about how, um, you know, so many people when, you know, last week when, when people were talking about, you know, the whole Kobe Bryant tragedy, and so many people were getting upset and, well, what about the other people who were aboard the, the helicopter? Well, here, here's my question. How often do we forget about the, quote, other people? For example, you know, we were so worried about um, or we or we try to be holier than thou and criticize people for only talking about Kobe Bryant and his daughter and saying, well, what about the other people and why aren't they getting, you know, any concern or recognition? Well, when we were growing up in, in, in school, how many times did you focus on the popular kids and not the other kids? Um, when you're at work now, how, how many people, how many people at your job go unnoticed? How many people in your family do you talk to on a regular basis? Who are those aunts and uncles and cousins that you forget about and nobody, they're just sitting at home, nobody talks to them? What about the, the older lady or the older gentleman who live on your block that nobody goes to check on. What about those people who you say are your friends? However, somehow they always get left out unless you would benefit from inviting them somewhere. How often is it that we will go out and buy something that was made by a celebrity or was advertised by a celebrity. But when we are invited to support our loved ones or we invited to support the other people, we don't go. We 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 make the rich richer. We'll go back, we'll go out and we will buy a Michael Kors um, purse or a Gucci purse or you know, we buy uh these fancy sunglasses or if there's a concert, we are front and center. But if our if our if our cousin says, Hey, I'm speaking at, you know, this church on Sunday. No, 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 I got something to do. So why are we being hypocrites? And then, you know, we we want to talk about the other people, but how often do we see people being biased and leaving others out? For example, in politics, if I'm a Republican, 
I don't want to hear anything the Democrats have to say, or I don't like them, or they're morons, or they're idiots. Or if I'm a Democrat, I don't want to hear anything about Republicans. I can't stand Republicans. What about the other people who are not like me? What about if I'm a Christian? What about the Muslim? What about the Jehovah Witness? Just because they're not me. Am I focusing on a title or the fact that they're a human being? We say we care about these people, but let's be honest. That that helicopter crash was only a story because Kobe Bryant was on it. If Kobe Bryant wasn't on that helicopter, we either would have never known about it or we would have never cared about it because there are tragedies all the time. How often do we do we care or do we look out for our fellow man? Tammy, did you have anything? Um. Yes, and I just want to say to you guys, I'm driving, actually, and it's raining, so if you hear something, I'm sorry. We'll just, just have to deal with it tonight. This is the best I could do. But, yeah, I do, Rodney. You're, and, and I have just probably a very simple answer. The other people did not matter when they died in that plane because they really don't matter when they are alive. It's just like you said. Our focus and some of the same people who are who are saying those things, that's been their focus. Popular people, um, the, 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 the limelight, the people who are out there seemingly making the money, throwing the dollars, <coughs> popping the bottles, making the money, like I said, and, you know, the big house, the stars. And you're so right. Even mm-hmm. you can take it, and I'm going to put Butterfly Evolution in it. The, the same reason you'll, you'll, you'll skip work to watch Power but won't spend 15 minutes on Butterfly Evolution, and I'm talking about family, friends, and all the above. So this, it's, it's no mm-hmm. different. And I think people really need to start looking inside and maybe stop trying to, um, I'll just say adult domesticate people because everybody wants everybody to be like them, yet they don't know who they are or what they really stand for. Take a side and stay there wherever it, wherever it is and what it, when whatever it is. And not everything needs to be explained, or you don't need to understand everything. I mean, it's to me to even ask that question for me makes no sense because that's what that's what the news does anyway. Very mm-hmm. very few times you see people, see other people in the spotlight. If it's not crime or like you said, attached to a star, we don't usually hear about that. Like, why aren't we worried about mm-hmm. the veterans who are the other people who are sitting homeless, who serve this country? Why aren't we worried about the veterans who are hungry and homeless? They are the other people. There's so many. And I'm not taking away from that at all. But like you said, it is what it is. If Kobe Bryant had not been in that plane, the other people wouldn't have mattered to this society anyway because that's not who we are. Our humanity, mm-hmm. our our the, the fact of caring, unless, like you said, unless we can get something out of it or we can be attached to it some kind of way. And that's why I think people show up when when something happens 
rather than showing up to prevent something from happening. We want to show up mm. because we're looking for that spotlight as, as well. So we will watch somebody fall apart. Watch them fall apart, but go mm. to their funeral and cry. Oh, you know, wow. and not care, not and not be concerned, really. Because, like I said, I think, and, and I got this from Miss Earlene, and it makes so much sense. We, even in grieving, and I'm not minimizing because I, I, I've had my share of grief and still from time to time go to, through it. But even I had to look inside myself. It's what I'm going to miss them. I can't do this with them. I, I, I. You know? Mm-hmm. So even in, in some sense, we have to look at we have to look at our own hearts and purify our hearts with the truth. Because if you look, you will find something in there that you need to purge to the point where talking about why they're not talking about the other people, then let's pray for that family. Since they're not talking about it and I feel some kind of way about it, I'm sure that their family does too. So let me pray for that family. And that's what I've started to do for, for me, you guys, because I'm not saying I don't have the, the judgmental thoughts and questions, but I tell you what I've started to do. I've started to capture them now. So that's not, that doesn't mean you're, you're human, but I just I have to decide where am I going to follow my thoughts or I'm going to take everyone captive and decide which one fits the life that I'm trying to get to, the person that I'm becoming. And most of the things I just get to throw out because they don't fit. They just don't fit the life and where I'm trying to go. And so that's what we should be doing, praying for the for the families of the other people. Because I'm sure it yeah. does hurt to, to see so much focus on Kobe. I'm sure that hurts them. So how many people who said that have actually said, just sent up, Lord, lift them up. Let them know that their their people are just as important. But, again, some of the ones that, that say that same thing, hey, got their mind more on Kobe than the other people. It's just following following suit. The same way in a few, I want to say a few months, a few weeks, Kobe's going to be history too because that's just what we do. That's what we do because that's mm-hmm. who we become. That's who we become. That's what we 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 honor those that those people that we think have something, and that something is typically based on money, fame. Not saying Kobe wasn't a bad boy because he was, but he is. Mm-hmm. What what would he be to us had he not made it? What because there's a lot of Kobe's that did not make it. Got that same that same game, if not better. So not not everybody makes it. What are they to the people? Because they didn't make mm. it. What are they or what what are they not? Wow, that that's a good point, Tammy. And and uh, can you still hear me, Tammy? Yes, yes. That that's a really good point. And my coach used to say. He used to he he would he used to get off us so much about practice, right? And he would always say when when guys didn't take practice seriously, he would always say the way that you practice 
is the way you're going to play in the game because guys would always say, man, you know, I know, I, I, you know, I know what to do. You know, I'll do it in the game. And he would always say, what you do in practice is what you're going to do in the game. And so if you think about it in the same manner, what you do when people are alive is the same thing you're going to do when they're dead. If we glorify people when they are alive, what do you think is going to happen when they are dead? Because like you said, there are a whole bunch of Kobe Bryant's out there that never made it to the NBA. We could care less about those people. We're not going to talk about them or anything. I remember, was it about a year ago, when they got Nipsey Hussle died. And all of a yep. sudden, all of a sudden, this guy became a hero. I mean, just a few weeks ago, they gave him, no, it, it was last Sunday. Was it the Grammys or something? They gave this guy an award. All of a sudden, he became, all of a sudden, everybody knew him. He was this, he was that. And I was like, I had never heard of the guy. And I know I'm not up to date with everything and everybody. However, I think if this guy were, you know, who y'all say he is, I would have heard of him. But that's how we are as a society. And so here's my whole point for bringing up the Kobe story, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transition this a little bit, Tammy. We take so many things for granted. And so when it's taken away from us, we don't know how to go on. We don't know how to move on. We don't know how to survive because we live our lives as if this thing is going to always be there or this person is going to always be there. And I talked about that um, earlier tonight, Tim, when I talked about the trash can concept and, when I, and, uh, and I compared it to the book, Who Moved My Cheese? And, you know, we, we act as though things and people... Um, are going to always be there, and that's just not true. How often do we automatically think that just because we leave home in the morning, we are supposed to come back in the evening? When Kobe Bryant and his daughter left that morning, do you think that they were thinking they were not coming back Later that day The other people The other seven people And I don't know their names So I'm going to say the other people But everybody who was on that helicopter I think Got on there with the intentions of We're going to go to this basketball game And we're going to go back home To our family And it just never happened what was in their hearts? Go ahead, Tammy. I just want to throw something really quick because you said something really important. You said, I don't know the other people. We really don't know Kobe. We just know his name. 
You, you see what I'm saying? We don't that, know. We don't know Kobe. <laughs> we don't even. We don't know Kobe. I don't. I know Kobe's name and what he does through the, the media, but I don't know Kobe. Mhm. And we get twisted with that as well. We become so attached, and and we have to look at that. Even why? Why? Why do we need something? To attach to, and that something needs to be of importance. Like, what, what, what's wrong with just going and sitting on a bench with a normal person? And I'm just using the word normal for the sake of society because I think they are just mm-hmm. as normal as we are. They just got a little money. So I just want to throw that in. I just mm-hmm. want to let people know they don't know Kobe. They know Kobe played basketball. He got a good game. They don't know Kobe. So back over to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, that's Tammy. <laughs> um, but but Tammy, no, that's a, that that is an excellent point. That is a <laughs> that is an excellent point. Um, but how often do we do that though? Where where we just we think that everything is automatic. At, you know, Tamari and I were talking earlier this evening um, because. Um, you know, she was talking about, you know, the the, the number of people um, from her old neighborhood that have passed away within, you know, the last week or last few weeks or, last, you know, last year. And, you know, and she was saying, you know, you know that these people aren't going to be here forever, but it's still like, man, like, everybody's starting to die off. And that's one of the few guarantees that we're going to get in life. Everybody is going to leave here at some point. But here's what we should be thinking about. What will be in your heart when you leave here? What will what will you be known for? Because, see, these are the things that matter to those people on the helicopter. What was in their heart when they left here? When when that when that chopper started to go down, what were they thinking about? Were those people were all nine of them? I'm talking about the kids too. Were they at peace? I get that it was frightening, or you know, going down. I get it, but were they at peace? within themselves? Were they at peace with their moms, with their dads? And and, and and don't get me wrong, anybody listening to this show, you can be at peace with somebody and love them, but it don't mean that you got to talk to them every day. It don't mean you got to put up with their stuff. It, it, and it don't matter who it is, because if anybody's messing with your happiness, you have a right to step away. That's what I believe. But are were were they at peace? Were were they were they in, in before they realized, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Were they happy? Because a lot of times, you know, we look at people like Kobe Bryant. Like Tammy said, we don't know Kobe. Was Kobe Bryant uh 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 a happy or an unhappy wealthy man. These are the things that matter. 
What what state was his soul in? And see, we need to start thinking about these things in our own lives. When you, a lot of times, we get up in the morning and when we realize that we are awake, what is the first thing that we do? Do you thank God that you're awake? Are you happy to be alive? Do you immediately pick up your phone and check and see what's on Facebook or Twitter? What do you do? There are people who don't wake up. There are people who wake up and then realize, wait a minute, I can't get out of the bed. Or... I'm sick this morning. What goes through your mind? I think so often, Tammy, we think that things are automatic. We live our lives as if God better wake me up today. God better make sure my car starts. I better have a good day. Nobody better not bother me today. But we walk around as if things are are promised or owed to us. And we get complacent. We get satisfied. We're no longer ambitious. And we, we, we make everybody responsible for our happiness. Except the one who is responsible which is us. You know, Rodney, you said something about the, and this is one of the things that I thought about um, because uh, Kobe, the basketball player, I mean, he he was good, but that didn't, that meant, that means nothing to me. What I thought about mm-hmm. is, wow, I, I, what, if, if, this is when I did not know what had happened, if he and his daughter and the other people on that plane, all of them, if they knew they were getting ready to crash, if they, they were going through it, and if so, what did they think? And, and and I don't know this, but I bet you I don't see Kobe saying, I'm Kobe Bryant. I'm one of the best basketball hmm. players. Even that could not pull that plane back up. So how yeah. we we get caught up in people – um, and what they mm-hmm. do, and, and if we could just be honest about it, we do it because we have this sense of ma- what making it is, and making it to us is things and money. Because like I said, if they would have seen Kobe on the block shooting just like that, never left the block, Kobe would be just another Kobe, just another person. Mm-hmm. But Kobe mm-hmm. made it on TV. He is you know, got 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 it. That's what we look at. That's so we're mm. in love with the with the talent, with the talent, and not the person. Because, like I said, Kobe, we got Kobe's right on the right on the block that we could have helped mm-hmm. get to the NBA. You know, but we yeah. oh, we overlook. Me- I look at the. 
Uh huh. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was thinking about the young man that we interviewed, and and Lord, if you have to help me with his name, that went on to play for Dallas and now he plays for somebody else. What's his name? Oh, Lucky. Lucky. We interviewed Lucky before Lucky got lucky, because Lucky meant something mm-hmm. to us. He meant something to you. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> We didn't wait till he made it on the Dallas team. We didn't wait. We saw a talent in this young man while he was still in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we got to start honoring people in that way. We can't we can't wait till they make it and get there. We can't do that. And then first thing you want to know is, well, now they now they funny. Now they doing this. Not, you didn't know them. No, they don't know you. You didn't know them when they was just on the block. Going to the high school, practicing, shooting every Friday, Saturday night, whatever. So you just got to keep it real. That is that is so true, Tammy. And <laughs> I remember one time, and, and this is something that I've always been been proud of. But I remember um, when I was younger, and before I started teaching. Um, I used to work in the ware- work in a warehouse for the um, for the for the Navy. I mean, we 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 used to um, you know send things to um, all of the na- naval bases um, you know on the East Coast and um, you know and some of the other like the Marine Corps bases and stuff too. But anyway, um, and I remember. You know, when I was getting ready to graduate from college and go on to teach him, and, and, and I was talking to this older guy one day, and he was one of our truck drivers, and he said, man, you know one of the things that I've always admired about you? And I said, well, what's that? And he said, you always have time for everybody. He said, even if it's just five minutes, he said, you will always talk to anybody. He said, it could be people that, you know, everybody is just, you know, fond of. It could be somebody that nobody else around here likes. You will always talk to everybody if they want to be bothered. If they want to talk to you, you say you always find the time. And that's something that I've always been proud of. Not because, and, and, you know, and, and my thing was, I wasn't trying to be recognized or, you know, I don't, I didn't do it, you know, because I was hoping that somebody would be like, oh, hey, right. No, that's just my personality. And, and I've always tried to be that person. I remember, you know, this other guy told me, he said, man, you can learn, you can learn anything from anybody. He said, you can learn from an ignorant person if it's nothing more than they just ignorant. You can learn that. So, you know, I've always tried to, when people want to, you know, talk uh, about anything, I don't care what it is, I try to be there because, now, granted, I may not let you take up my uh, a whole lot of my time with foolishness, but I will at least give you the opportunity. I'm not going to judge you, but I'll at least give you the opportunity. Now, once you get me a, once you get me a couple times, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna abort you. 
because I already know what you're going to talk about. But my point is this. Who are those people that you see every day or maybe they are present and you don't see them that you could possibly learn from or they might even be able to change your life. But you keep missing your blessing because you don't even know that these people are in the room. You don't even know that they live in the neighborhood. You never know who says good morning to you every day. You never know. So often, and and, and we want to get mad at CNN, Fox News, um, you know, MSNBC. We want to get mad with all of these people, all of these news stations. But the truth of the matter is these people are powerful because we've made them that way. If you are tired of hearing, if you are tired of hearing about Donald Trump, then stop watching all of these shows that do nothing but talk about Donald Trump. If you are tired, and Tammy, you've mentioned this, if you're tired of overpaying for cable, guess what? Turn the cable off. If enough people turn the cable off, guess what? They're going to have to do something different. Kobe Bryant was, you know, took the spotlight because he always takes the spotlight. We're, we're, we're upset with the media's coverage, but the media is only giving us what we want. We don't want the stories about, you know, um, you know, this person over here who did something great. We don't want those stories. I see, I see things all the time about where somebody has paid this bill or, you know, somebody has done I mean, we these stories are out there, but like you said, Tammy, who, people will sit and watch, people will sit and binge watch. Power. You think they're gonna binge listen to Butterfly Evolution? Nope. But they might hear something that would benefit them. Now, we've said this before. If one of us goes out here and ends up on Steve Harvey and say, hey, yeah, I'll come, but Rodney got to come too. Or I'll come, but Tammy got to come too. Okay, cool. Bring them. And then all you hear is, oh, yeah, I know Rodney and Tammy. No, you don't know me. You don't know me. Because if you knew me, you would know not to say, I know them, when you have not done anything up until that point. But my whole thing tonight is this, to everybody who's listening, and we'll we'll be wrapping up here shortly. What are you grateful for? If you are a grateful person, but you may not even be a grateful person. But what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? And how are you living 
your life to show it. What about the other people? You know, Tim, it, it was so funny, you know, uh, when I started being an assistant principal, the conversation was Black Lives Matter, and then people were trying to overshadow that with uh, with All Lives Matter. And then when I became an assistant principal, my principal's um, signature line her email said, Other People Matter. And I... I say, you know what? That makes a whole lot of sense. What about the other people? Do they matter? Don't tell me black lives matter. Don't tell me all lives matter. Do other people matter? That's a good question. I'd like to add when you should, who who matters to you? You know, you said, what are you grateful mm-hmm. for? Who are you grateful for? Because, and I'd like to throw this question out, too. You know, so often the people, the people that are there for us the most are the people that get the least of us. hmm and I'm not saying that for everybody, but I'd like for people to just kind of think about that in their in their in their lives. It's it's like we're always trying to please the person that we have not gotten approved gotten approval from. That's what I think it amounts to. But but be mindful and watchful of how you treat the people that give you the best of them, even sometimes when they don't have it to give. Be mindful of how you treat those people. So I ask you, not just what are you grateful for, who are you grateful for, and do they know it? Do they do they know mm. that you are thankful and you are grateful for whatever it is you you've been to them or did for them in their lives? And 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 if they don't, why not? And the people that you are you are running behind, or you have to ask yourself why, why? Because I think you guys, everything comes back to us. Every question that you have about life, about somebody else, you have those very same, if if not same, similar questions. I ran, I ran across a quote today. I was asked to post something in a group meet, just a motivational quote, and and. And I didn't because that's not I'm I'm just not like that. I have to have it in me to give it to you. And I it wasn't in me today to do that. So somebody else has to be the motivate motivator today. And so I didn't but I went looking and I just and I just so I felt like the artist who you asked to paint a picture and they say, I, you just don't it just doesn't happen like that. And you gotta you gotta be true to you, but in order to be true to you, you gotta know your truth. You gotta be you gotta be real with yourself about everything. Everything. Because I tell you y'all, we are all the same. We we nobody is absent from those thoughts. We we all we all have a mind. And the, the, when it says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, it didn't say just me. It didn't say just Rodney. It didn't say just you. 
it, 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 that, that is, that is evidence that the mind is something that we have to, we have to take control over. Because if we don't, it'll control us. And so mm-hmm. get real with yourself, people. Get real with yourself, and life will get real with you. And that's not absent of, of conflict, of trouble. So the, the quote that I saw today was, what if you were loved the way that you love? What would that look like? And that put me in, that put me in, a, in a thought process. There's some areas I have to do better in. Like, I'm still growing. I tell someone I've, I've been sending these, these motivational things to, you know, just when I'm led to, and I had to, to say to this person, I'm not sending these to you because I feel that they will help you. I'm sending them to you because they're helping me. And mm. I'm feeling like if they help me, they might they might just give you some light. And every, and not it's not everything on these things that I agree with, and that's another thing we have to do. We have to stop thinking that it's all or nothing. Like you said, Rodney, we can you can learn something from anybody, even an ignorant person. Like you said, if nothing else, not to be ignorant and to see what it looks like and to move on because there's nothing you can really do about how somebody is because you 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 there's so much work to be done on yourself. So I'm at the point, all I can do is send you a prayer. And you might want to tell me what you want me to pray for. You know, that's because I am enough to work on. And it took me a long time to get there. It doesn't mean I don't care about people, but you can spend so much time doing but not growing. So, I mean... Just think about that. Just think about that. If you were driving and you weren't going anywhere, you gonna sit there in the car and just sit there and just I'm not moving but I'm driving. I'm not I'm not gaining any distance. No. So it's time to get real with yourself. And we are not promised to be here. None of us. None of us. Mm-hmm. I had somebody ask me tonight, well, I think I'm working with you next week. I don't know. I'm not that far. I don't know where I'm gonna be tomorrow. And I got a schedule. I got to go and look at it. And he just laughed at me like, that's too far from me. I don't know. Let's deal with that next week. Mm. We're just getting into this week. So just keep it real. <laughs> I'm serious, you guys. It, 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 it's, it's, a, it's work. But I've gotten to the point where my mind is open, but at the same time, I feel like I'm attached to nothing and nobody. And that it is the most freeing process, and I have to work at it every day. I have to work at it. I have literally mm-hmm. pulled over to just, to just get a good thought in my mind, to find something to plant that seed in my mind that I needed to plant. But if I didn't know me and have some kind of perception of where I want to go, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I couldn't do. I would choose to, to remain how I was, and that just wasn't acceptable to me. So, what are you thankful for? Who are you thankful for? And what if you were loved like you love? What if people were loving you like you love them? 
Tammy, you you made me um, when you first started with those questions, and, and, you, and you talked about that. You made me think about um, something that um, to me, one of Tamaria's sister sisters posted on Facebook, and I'm going to paraphrase one because I don't remember exactly how she wrote it. And two, she used words that I refuse to use on this broadcast. <coughs> um, but basically. She said, um, people complain about a job that pays their bills. However, they will love a man that won't. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, again, I I can't word it the way that she did, but... It was like I laughed, and I said, she's right. And if you step outside of that, how often do we complain about work or having a job or, you know, because it's Monday like there's so many things that we complain about when it comes to our job. However, it gives us it gives us the means to survive, to be able to afford the things that we need, be able to afford the things that we want. Like there's so many um things that come from having a job or going to work. However, if you think about it, there are there are women who get up and go to work every day, and there's a man sitting in their house all day doing absolutely nothing, but eating up their food, the kids' food, playing video games, and they have no problem with it. Driving their car, they have no problem with it. Can I can I How? add something? And go, can I add one thing? And they'll go to work and Absolutely. talk about go to work and talk talk about a lady sitting right there, another woman. So so mm-hmm. that's what I mean. You gotta face your own fear. You gotta face your own self because that same woman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this again because there may be one listening. That same woman will talk about another woman, what they wouldn't put up with, what I wouldn't do. It really, really. It's time to get mm-hmm. real, people. It's time to get real. Mm-mm-mm. It's it, 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 it's amazing, Tammy. Um, I'm going to pause right here, and then and then we'll pick up uh, next week. Uh, Tammy, anything going on um, in your neck of the woods other than rain? Oh my goodness, there's lots of rain. No, um I'm maybe on next week's show. Okay. That's the some things I'm really, really um excited about and uh just just looking forward to what the future holds and continuing to grow myself and deal with my own 
issues so that I can for it because it's just time. That's it's just way. It's just time to 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 grow, truly grow. So. Makes sense to me. Um, uh, Not October. Oh, my God. It is February. The 22nd of this month, uh, for those of you who um, did not tune into the previous show, the 22nd of this month, I will be uh, speaking at uh, Virginia Commonwealth University, uh, VCU in in Richmond, it's from my session is from nine to nine a.m. to ten a.m. and um, I'm 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 very excited about it because um, it's been a while since I've spoken or presented um, at a conference or or anywhere and um, it, it's definitely something that I said you know I wanted to get back into once um, Nadia was at least one. Um, and you know it, it, it's it's crazy how um, we can speak things into existence, or you know how God truly does know our hearts. Um, it, it is something that I enjoy. Um, and I was talking to some people at work today um, during lunch, and just saying how you know that that is you know traveling and speaking and presenting. Um, now, granted, things that I want to to do, things that I want to present on and talk about, um, it's something that I would really love to do. Um, I enjoy, um, you know, helping people and working with people. Um, and um, I was just saying, you know, I just don't have a marketing um, person, you know, to, to, to get me out there or get my stuff out there. Um you know, but but I am excited about this opportunity, um, and and we'll see where it goes. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, but definitely looking forward uh, uh, to that. Again, it's uh, February the twenty second, and one of the teachers at my school, um, I guess, tried to. Um, you know, register, and she was telling me yesterday that you know the section is almost fu- almost full, which is a really good thing. Um, so, <laughs> um, definitely looking forward to that, and I'll keep you guys posted. Um, if you're in the the area and you are able to come out, um, there are a lot of uh, you know, really good speakers um, that day, and some and some good workshops. Um, it's called the Teacher of Color Summit. Um, it's it's done through the Virginia Education Association. So, um, if you are in the area, if you are able to attend, please do so. It's always, always, always a um, a good place to be. So, uh, please feel free to. Um, you know, reach out or, or support, and we would love to see you there. Uh, Tammy, any final thoughts on tonight's show? Um, no, but I did want to ask you: Are you, or do you know if they're going to record record you guys speaking? I'm not sure. Normally, um, 
Normally they don't. I guess if you're the you know the keynote speaker, uh, maybe. But normally they don't record uh, workshops. But um, I'm gonna try to find a way to do it. I know uh, Tamaria Tamaria has done it for me in the past, but uh, they're even trying to charge me for her registration. <laughs> but um, but I'm gonna see if there's a way that I can uh, get it recorded, even if I set up a uh, you know something. Myself, but but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we now it's the show. I just want to tell people thank you for tuning in tonight and um, just just go inward, go inside, go inside, go inside. Alrighty. Um, this. So this quote um, I saw on Facebook earlier today, and it's um, a very simple quote, but I think very powerful, and I'm going to end with this. And it's from the, or at least it says, it's from the Dalai Lama. And the quote reads, when you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen you may learn something new. Again, it says, when you talk, you are, you are only repeating what you already know. But if you listen, you may learn something new. Thank you guys again for uh, joining us tonight, or if you are going to listen to the show at a later time or a later date. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys, and... Uh, We hope that you have a blessed week. We will see you next Tuesday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.